Kids love movies. If you're a young person who can't see or can't see well, Audio Description provides access to the visual images that sighted kids enjoy. The benefits of Audio Description in Education Baby Contest, sponsored by ACB's Audio Description Project and the Described and Captioned Media Program, wants those kids to experience Audio Description and then tell us about it. You have a chance to win prizes for yourself and your teacher. Just go to www.badycontest.org, B-A-D-I-E, contest.org. And keep on enjoying audio description. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for joining the team of Health Checkup today. We are excited and looking forward to sharing some resources with you as we begin the new series that we're going to be introducing this year in 2021. We are changing the letter T from tools to trauma, and we're going to have a discussion today about how trauma affects us mentally, physically, and emotionally. And I am super excited to have our crew with us today. So behind the host with the most is Dan. Hi, say hi, Dan. Hi. (laughs) Then we have our 911 dispatcher, Darrow. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And then we have our paramedic, firefighter, underwater rescue diver, Jay. Hello. (laughs) Hopefully everybody's doing great. Yeah, right? Um, let's not talk about the weather because we're throughout the whole United States, we're all experiencing many colors of pinks and blues per the weatherman. So we won't talk about the weather today, Jay. <laughs> so uh, my name is Terry Suarez. I am a critical care respiratory therapist for over 25 years experience. And I love this team and this call as I only lost my sight three years ago, and I found in our community the need to reach out and realize how to be a self-advocate and learn all the resources that are out there. And going through my trauma of losing my sight, I did not realize all the resources that are out there. So that's why we picked trauma, because there's many types of trauma. We have emotional trauma. We have physical trauma. We have social trauma. We have so many different types of trauma, bullying, sexual harassment trauma, um, financial trauma, just a lot of trauma. But the one we're going to focus on today is crisis trauma. So what we're going to talk about today is the ways of dealing with that kind of trauma because of the psychological effects on our human body. So it's actually good that we have some stress in our life because that's our fight or flight. Everyone's probably heard of that in their anatomy class. And I'm going to try, my team is going to help me stay not so medical terminology and throw all the alphabet soup at us today. So what we want to remember is when your body reacts to a stressor, and that could be even just heat, Like some people will say, oh, I love it when it's hot. Some people are like, oh, it's too hot. And stress on our human body is when the heartbeat increases and our breathing increases because it's allowing our bodies to excrete 
hormones that help us get ready to either fly, meaning running away, or fight whatever is causing us to be stressed out, feeling danger, and causing our trauma. So what we want to talk about is think of a bucket. So all of us have different size buckets. Some of us can have a big bucket that can take a lot of water. Some of us have maybe a smaller bucket or a cup that any type of trauma can cause an overflow of water. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that whatever size of bucket you have, that we maintain the level of water so that when the next trauma occurs or the next stress factor occurs, you will react without overflowing. But today we're going to talk about major traumas and some resources. So before we go on, I just want to say thank you so much for being here. I know you have many other choices. We thank those that are listening on ACB Radio. And let's get talking about trauma. So, Darrow, how are you today? Uh, I'm okay, but I'm actually going through some trauma. You are? Yes, I am. Last week, I had somebody come to my house to cut my hair. And I thought, oh, this is wonderful. I can avoid going to, uh, going to a, a public place. Well, it turns out that she is positive for COVID and has symptoms. And she, luckily, she's not too, too ill. But anyway, that's not the point. She is ill. Uh, and her whole family has it. So basically, I was exposed to COVID because there was at one point I did take off my mask. So number one, the first lesson is whatever you do, don't take off your mask because it it just minimizes the risk of, of transmission of COVID. So when she told me that, this was on Saturday morning, uh, the trauma sunk in that, oh boy, I'm going to have to quarantine for 14 days. And luckily, that was already day four. So I'm now today is day eight. So I'm over halfway through the 14 day quarantine. And what I'm actually doing is I'm listening to a lot of music. I find music to be great for if I get uptight, like, oh, I can't stand being in this house anymore. I got to get out and have some interaction with people other than on Zoom and the telephone. And by listening to music, I put on headphones so there's no distractions. I can just immerse myself. And it is amazing how it works for me. And so there's a couple things is that I my advice is what we're talking about today, music therapy really does work. And I'm a I'm a living example of that. And please, please, please follow the guidelines of CDC. And, you know, in reality, I I violated him by accident and now I'm I'm paying the price for being quarantined for 14 days. And by the way, I'm advertising it all over ACB because I want people to know that it's not a joke. It's really very very serious and uh please that's what I'm doing. I'm literally following the the CDC guidelines. So music helps me and uh, later today I'll probably be listening to music again. Well, thank you Darrow so much for sharing. Sure. Um are there any questions? Anybody have any hands raised? Can we uh go through the hand raise Dan and See if anybody wants to ask any questions. So if you want to raise your hand, if you're on a smartphone, it's going to be over in the corner in the more options in the lower right corner. If you're on a PC, it's alt Y. If you're on a Mac, it's option Y. And if you're on a landline, you hit star nine. And we have a hand raised from William Belina. You okay, can William. Unmute. 
Hi, good morning, everyone. Uh, you guys good are morning, really William. Good morning. Yes, good morning. <laughs> What's up? Um, my question is, uh, when you're quarantined, how do you get food into your home? That's a good. That's a great question. Uh, two ways, actually. Uh, people will bring me food and put it outside my door. And when they leave, after they're gone, I will go outside and get it. Luckily, the town where I live also has volunteer shoppers. And it just so happened, I lucked out. Before I was exposed, I had plenty of food in the house, so I haven't had to use them yet. But that's they, they, leave, the, they leave the food at the door, and then I get it. And uh, nurses have told me that the odds of it being transmitted by contact is a lot lower than they thought. For example, if you touch a box of cereal and then I touch it afterwards, uh, it, it won't be transmitted. You won't get it that way. So that this, this system will work for groceries and anything else I should need. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sure. Thank you, William. That was an Thank excellent you. question. Thank you. You're welcome. I think I heard another yes. hand. Ann Smith, you can unmute. Hi, Ann. Hi, Ann. Uh, she just lowered her hand. That was me. I lowered it for her. Oh. oh. Ann. Hi, Ann. You can go ahead then. Is she unmuted? Uh, so, hand. Okay, to, I got the I got the button. There you oh. go. Okay, good work. <laughs> you were doing Couldn't, the button dance. <laughs> no, I was in my. They lowered my hand, and I was trying to find the. Uh, I was in my. My app switcher, I was trying to unmute. Anyway, okay. working, I already signed up for Shopping Angels, but that was like six months ago. Um, where else can you find all these volunteer shoppers and volunteer people that they say there's volunteers just waiting to help everybody? Well, <laughs> well the first place I recommend is you call your town or city. Call the town hall, ask to speak with a social services department. And wow. if they don't provide the service, they generally know who you can call. That's where I, that's the first place I would call. So, Ann, where do you live? I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, I'm sure they have a, they have a, a pro probably a pretty large social services department in, in St. Louis. Uh -huh. I'm sure there's and somebody in town. Yeah, and then the other resource that are so great Thanks. to our community is the Lions Club. Reach out to your local Lions chapter. Are there any more hands up? Thanks, Ann. There are no more hands up. Actually, Terry, I thought of one more thing to tell Ann is oh, that Regina oh, just raised her hand. Okay. One more thing. Darrow, to, go ahead and yep. share what you. Yep, call, and then we'll get to Regina. Your, call your neighborhood grocery store if you don't get anywhere with social services, because at least here in the East Coast, uh, the Northeast, they offer delivery services. Yeah, you have to pay a little bit for it, but you can you can get them groceries delivered. Um, yeah, they do a lot of them. Um, you mentioned the Lions Club. How do they help? I'm, I'm curious if I have one in my town. Um, they are great volunteers, and they are very focused on helping us that are vision impaired and blind so they and may they, they may help with a delivery of food or they may not oh, okay. or they'll give you the resources in the local area yeah the okay. lions club yeah i would definitely oh, okay. recommend reaching out mm -hmm. thank you yeah because if they All can't right. help you they'll send you to someone they'll they'll know the community resources okay i think there was one more hand it's me Jennifer. There are now three hands raised. Oh, boy. Regina, okay. Regina is first. Okay, we have time. Okay, let's go ahead. So, Regina, you can unmute. That is star six. I already asked my question. 
Oh, thank yeah. you, Regina. Yeah, yeah that was oh. Regina from St. Louis. Who's next? Oh, Roberta is next. Okay, Roberta. Hey, what's yeah, happening? Star six to unmute. I just wanted to say um, some communities have a resource, um, 211. In my community, <gasps> yeah, you can call two. You can call 211, and they have uh, a lot of resources and ideas for that type You're of thing. So could try that. Good idea. Thank you so much, Roberta. Yeah, there's 211, 311. Um, it just depends on what part of the United States you're at. Jay, Darrow, any no. comments about those three numbers? Uh, nope, that's a great that's a great resource. Because again, well, the point I think we're trying to get across is start making phone calls. Once you call social services, you call two one one. You'd be surprised once you you find one person that'll know somebody else. And once you kind of get in in the loop, it, things start to happen. And don't forget, Amazon delivers some areas. Also. That's true. Food, food, and areas, also yeah. your local store, depending on how much of an order you uh, do, they may do it for free. Right. Well, you know what? Talking about all this food and talking about all this stress and trauma, I think we need to take a moment and go outside and enjoy a little bit of the birds. Are we not going to take the other hand? Oh, I didn't know there was another hand. I apologize. Yeah, Jennifer's hand is raised. Okay. Is that our last hand, Dan? Yes, that is the okay. last hand. Okay, Jennifer. Oh, oh, sorry. I just muted you. I was asking you to unmute. So star six to unmute. Jennifer, sorry. I If you hit star six, you can unmute. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, um, my experience with 211 has been pretty mixed. Um, they're primarily, keep in mind, if you choose to call 211, they will ask you if you are suicidal because they, they primarily are dealing with suicidal calls. Which and and the, what you get from human services is kind of a mixed bag, so just keep that in mind if you ever decide to get anything through them. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for um, that. I'm going to wrap that up at the end of this call today about trying to figure out who's behind what numbers. So thank you, Jennifer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dan, I think it's time for us after talking about all this food and all these numbers and everything going on. Can we go outside and listen to the birds and have a nice campfire with everybody for a minute? Okay.
Dan. Back You're to welcome. reality. <laughs> well, I hope you guys got a little bit. That's just a taste of musical healing. Um, we will post the YouTube. It's actually a three and a half hour. I think it's three and a half hours, Dan, of that relaxing, healing music for stress and trauma. Um, but let's go ahead and move on to our discussion. And um, Jay, what do you have to share with us about a trauma that you experienced at a firefighter you want to talk about and what you learned about as a tool to help deal with those traumas? Well, actually, what I wanted to talk about is for, uh, my son, well, I should say my stepson, we got music therapy for him. Unfortunately, the music therapist that I, I wanted to have, she had a conflicting schedule, so she couldn't come today. But since I'm an end user of this music therapy, I thought it'd be good to talk about it. Music therapy has been around since 1950. But actually, ality has been more so even in Aristotle's time. So it's been around a long time. But even as a healthcare worker, since I worked nights at the hospital, I really didn't know that much about music therapy and how it can help and benefit the people that are sick until my son, my stepson um, needed that help. And then I started checking in the information out and found out that he can really gain a benefit with music therapy. When a music therapist would come in and he's having a very stressful day, he's producing a lot of phlegm and we're suctioning him and he's having seizures and all kinds of different things. The music therapist will come in and his heart rate and his breathing will improve by just by having uh, that music therapist come in and talk and giving that good information. It'll help relieve the pain I don't think it really relieves the pain. I think you, what you're doing is actually take your mind away. It also helps people that are going through Alzheimer's because they can remember those songs that we remembered as a kid and helping those things. It helps people with a stroke. Um, there's also that uh, singer that can, he stutters when he talks, but sings beautifully. He's a country singer. And unfortunately, I do not remember his name. I know we just looked it up just the other day, and sorry, I don't remember his name. But we have a, a small little video that I like to uh, play. Mail. You ready, Jay? Yep. HTTPS colon slash slash www.youtube slash watch question mark for Qualsec IIJGUMVX8. Ah, the delightful sound of music. It's lovely, isn't it? If you haven't noticed, music holds a great power over our minds. There's a famous quote that says, where words fail, music speaks, which is true for some people. Take a moment to think about it. You listen to music when you're sad, when you're happy, or even when you want to fill the silence in your mind. In a way, listening to music is almost, I guess some would say, therapeutic. So if that's the case, what role does music really play in healthcare? The answer to that is simple. It lies within music therapy. Oftentimes, when you hear the words music and therapy, what do you think of? Since there are genres that cater to your feelings at the time, maybe you think of listening to music when you're feeling any sort of emotion. But does that mean that what you're doing is considered musical therapy? Um, not exactly. This is where music therapy differs. 
You see, music therapy involves the clinical and evidence-based use of music interventions to accomplish individualized goals. But not just any individual can be a musical therapist. In fact, these individuals are specifically trained and accredited to use various musical interventions as a method of reaching healthcare goals. We had an interview with Rachel Finnerty, who's an accredited musical therapist and has been involved in music and the healthcare industry since 2001. Rachel has initiated music therapy programs in over 30 facilities, including McMaster's Children's Hospital. Lucky for us, she's here to help us explain what and how music therapy is used to accomplish healthcare goals. An individual is engaging in music therapy, they can find other ways to access abilities to reach the healthcare goal. So music therapy is facilitated by an accredited music therapist who is trained in a way to use music, whether it's listening to music, pre-composed music, uh, creating and uh, composing one's own music or improvising. And through accessing, through exploring music in these different ways, music therapy can access <clears throat> abilities despite a diagnosis. So singing, for example, when we sing a, a song that's familiar to us, that has meaning, it evokes memories. So we can all think back to songs from childhood, for example, and what kind of memories do that? evoke for, for us, right? So whether it's being at school or with family, a certain family holiday, trips, etc. And this happens throughout our life. Music actually, we can chronologically follow our life through, the, through music. So for an individual who has dementia, for example, and has difficulties retrieving memories, who is confused, who has difficulties being present in the moment, when we use a pre-composed piece of music that's familiar and we start to sing that song and we encourage that individual to sing along, the healthy area of the brain can access that memory and bring the memories forward and can sing. So often when uh, people think about music therapy, um, people think about their own experience with music and think, yeah, music is therapeutic or music makes me feel good or I love to listen to music. Yet, uh, there is still a lot of educating that needs to be done around understanding using music with intent to achieve a healthcare goal. And I see that's probably the most common misconception is um, is that music therapy is a healthcare profession. Uh, so referrals for music therapy uh, can be for communication, mm -hmm. social skills, self-expression, building self-confidence, empowerment, evoking memories, being um, in the now, uh, quality of life, palliative care, uh, post-stroke. So the actual diagnoses that would associated with these reasons for referral might be um, those who are in uh, cancer care, so also pain management would be another reason for referral. Um, so individuals on the autism spectrum, um, developmental delay, who have uh, cerebral palsy, so perhaps also working on physical goals. A study conducted in 2000 by Dr. Claudio Pachetti and colleagues objectively assessed the effect of active music therapy on standardized measures of Parkinson's disease. This also took into the account the severity of the physical and emotional aspects of Parkinson's. 
This three-month-long study showed significant improvement in the Parkinson's disease rating scale, more specifically, the improvement in slow movement. All subjects reported feelings of well-being and dynamism at home, saying that they were more active and keeping themselves busy. They also really appreciated the social contact and creative means of communication that a music therapist offered. So now that we've learned more about music therapy, let's review some of our take-home messages. Music therapy is used with the intent of Thank you, Darrow, for that informative video. Sure. Yeah, Six slide and introduction what to music therapy. YouTube, Mu Spotify, Zoom.us. Spotify, the Zoom. More. The music therapist Stop share. Go ahead, Jay. She, um, she would come in and she would take different instruments. And because he did not have purposeful in his hands, his feet, she would, um, but he would reach out for an instrument like a tri uh, triangle. And she would put his hands there and make him where he would feel that vibrations of the, of the symbol. Or she would have a drum and having the and beating on the drum, and he would have his hands there. And it was amazing how much he would he would also try to sing along with her also. And even though it was helping benefit him, it was also benefiting me myself by listening to that music in that stressful situation of taking care of my of uh, my stepson. It really helped by hearing that music. And she would even ask me, what kind of songs would you like to hear? Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. And yeah. there is a, uh, we will put it on Facebook, the place where you need to go for the accreditation if you want to become a music therapist, because I think it's a well-needed group of people. Definitely. And, you know, no vision required, just the patience and the talent of being a musician and having the patience of working with people that need help dealing with stressful situations, physical healing. Jay, that is so awesome. I can't wait to share that information on our Facebook group. So now what we're going to do is we're going to move into our raised hands. Any raised hands, Dan? Yes, there are two raised hands. First okay. is Pam Coffee. Hey, Pam, how are you today? I'm doing all things considered today. I'm doing well. Uh, <laughs> I might be able to help you. You were trying to remember the name of a singer a while ago who stammered very badly, except when he sang. Um, if this is the same one I'm thinking of, his name was Mel Tillis. Yes, it yes. is. That's the I, one. Think Tillis. He has, I think he has since died. Uh, he has recently. passed away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was Mel Tillis, and uh, at least one of his children is still a professional singer, um, and she's very good. I've heard her. I heard her live one time. Um, so yeah, but his name was Mel Tillis. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Dan. I think you said there was another hand. Yes, Ann Smith. You can unmute. Hello again. Um, Hello. 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 So, um, would, would he, I'm sorry to hear that he's passed. Um, would that be Pam Tillis? I love that song by her. Maybe it was Memphis. We'll have to check it out for you in a few yeah. minutes. So, well, what's your I, question? 
Well, a little bit on a sad note. I'm sorry. I mean, if you hang up on me, I'll certainly understand. But oh I, no, I we're not hanging like, up. <laughs> I know, I know, but I feel like this needs to be explored in depth, and I'm willing to do all I can to help with that effort because it it's needed to be done all kind a long time ago. I was on a call a couple of weeks ago where somebody was talking about they have a friend of theirs that's in assisted living, and they shut those people's internet off on them. Oh. So I hear what you're talking about. That is very stressful. Um, That was super, super sad. I had heard that. I don't know if we were on the same call. Um, We, as healthcare providers and humans that care for (laughs) others, can actually develop what's called trauma caring crisis, where we're so used to being doers and you can't do anything to help somebody. So you have to be careful with that. Um, So in the fact of, we hear what you're saying. Unfortunately, Darrow, Jane, and I have no communications on how to turn their internet back on. And hopefully the person and the families that had people inside that hurt nursing home have a larger voice in the United together to get the internet turned back on. So I hope that's been resolved. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything, Uh, but I did hear that a couple of weeks ago. I would like to follow that story somehow. I'm still learning my way around a lot of computer-related stuff. Well, you might want to reach out to Community ACB and or call the ACB office and see, you know, what's going Uh on. Unfortunately, unfortunately, um, Darrow, Jay, and I, and Dan... Um, we don't have any information about that. So we appreciate mm-hmm. you calling. Sure. So that is a very traumatic thing when you can't help someone that's in crises. But we're going to talk about um, some resources later on um, here in just a few minutes. Are there any more raised hands, Dan? Yes, on. one more from Beth. Okay. So just stick around. Um, we'll be glad to help you guys out. Okay, who's next? Beth. Beth. Hey, Beth. Hello, Beth. How Hello. Are you? Hey, how are you, Terry? Oh, Jay, to... Darrow, and Dan and I are doing great. What's up? I would love to find out more about that music therapy thing because I've always been interested in in music. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, will, I will get yeah, you. Me. Yes, I will get yeah. with Brian, who has your phone number that I need to get from him. And I'll call you with the phone number, okay? We've got yeah, to get that your would be awesome. <laughs> we've got to get your nephew or whoever gave you that Christmas present to come over and help you set it up. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, so, for sure. Where we can get your um, internet, okay? Um, My nephew is in Indiana, though he's not here. Oh no! Okay, well, Beth, as you know, we're going to get on to the show and finish talking about cool. trauma and all the resources. Please stick around mm-hmm. after we get off air. Oh, we'll I be will. glad yeah. to talk. Okay. Any more raised hands, Dan? Pam Coffee just raised her hand again. Okay, this will be yes. the last question. For yes. This okay. It's, this is not a question, but okay. some, you asked. Uh, someone asked who is Mel Tillis's daughter. Her name, in fact, is Pam, Pam Tillis. And, and she is a singer in her own right. Well, thanks, Pam, for the Pam Thank info. You very much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not this, Pam. You don't want to hear me sing. Oh, you're not going to star in karaoke this weekend? Come no. on. 
<laughs> okay. Well, thank Everyone you guys. That's what I love. <laughs> that's one of the things I really appreciate about our community is we can reach out and be a resource to everyone, which leads me into my turn to talk. Okay, so just to let you guys know, I do live in Orlando. Um, I worked for Orlando Health for over 20 years, I guess, if you add them all together. I was there for 16 and then came back for four. And um, most of you guys were aware of the Pulse shooting. Um, that was my trauma center that I had worked at for 16 years. I was not at work that night. Um, I actually had, I wasn't living in Orlando at that time either, but I used to live in apartments that were only three blocks away from the shooting. Um, I have walked to that Dunkin' Donuts that was right next to Pulse. The fire station is literally across the street. Um, I have a lot of friends that were working that night and just, they didn't even have time to know what was going on through the doors because before 911 was even on the scene to provide first response services to the trauma of the event of the shooting, they weren't allowed in because they didn't know what was going on with the shooter till they got the shooter down. And before they knew it, they just had bodies after bodies after bodies coming in. And there was no time to get ready. It was all hands on deck. Everyone was helping everybody. And it was amazing the stories that came out of that um, traumatic, traumatic event. But one of the things we've learned over time is it's so much easy to take care of trauma when it's a broken bone a broken arm, your heart, shoot, we can give you a whole new heart. We can heart transplant you. We can give you a new kidney. But when it comes to the rest of you, that takes so much time. And it's so easy to see a cut and fix a cut. It's so easy to see bruising, take an x-ray, do an ultrasound and see what's causing that bruising. But it's the rest of the trauma. So I'm very excited to share with you guys some resources that we learned that um, it's called SAMHSE. It's S-A-M-H-S-E, SAMHSA. SAMHSA stands for St Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration. So this is, the, the part, this is part of Department of Health and Public Services. So it is part of the government. And that is actually the umbrella that the National Suicide Hotline that we had them on the show. When was that, Jay? That was so 2020. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And early when December, we had the counselors. Yeah, yeah, early December. And um, those counselors that we had with us from, what was it, Kentucky? Yes. Uh, yeah, they're part of that. But did you know that SAMHSA has a disaster crisis number? To call when you are involved in a hurricane, a tornado, severe thunderstorm. So a natural disaster. Now, don't get confused with FEMA. We'll talk about FEMA in a second. But this disaster crisis number, which I bet you guys are all ready. I've got the number. It's 1-800-985-5990. And we will post that on the ACB community and also on our group page. And that is the disaster crisis number. 
Now, the reason why you would call them is for two reasons, natural disasters or human disasters. For example, did anybody like wanted to talk last Wednesday about what happened in Washington, D.C.? That would have been a situation if you were having extra anxiety and you were just feeling uncomfortable and you're feeling unsafe and you had nobody to talk to, your glass was full of stress and you just weren't sleeping. That would be a number to call and a trained disaster crisis counselor would talk to you and help you find local resources to overcome. And guess what falls under that too, Darrow? Uh, You tell us. Coronavirus. Really? That's great to know. Yeah, sure. So, you know, earlier we were talking about 211 and 311. If there's something that you're experiencing with coronavirus, like just the stress of going out or the stress of this, this is a number you can call and just say, I am experienced. I don't know what to do to get groceries. I'm starving. I'm this, I'm that. They will hook you up with your closest crisis center to help you with the resources around. That's wonderful. Is that not, isn't that great? It sure is. So, yeah. And if you happen to call the National Suicide Hotline by accident first, don't worry. Both of them are connected. So you can say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really having a crisis because, you know, a tornado just hit my town. And I just don't know what to do. They'll transfer you over. And when you call the disaster number, if they sense that you need an immediate assistance because you're having a trigger that occurred something and you're not sounding safe, they'll transfer you over to the suicide prevention hotline. So I thought, yeah. well, this is a federal, this is awesome resources for us. And of course, guess what I downloaded today? I've downloaded my Sam, Sam, <laughs> I downloaded the mobile app for S H. So S Sam, S A M H S E and SAMHSA. It's an A I'm sorry, SAMHSA mobile app. And it gives you all the resources for first responders. How about that, Jay? That's great. Yeah. And Daryl, so definitely one of those first responders. Right. And guess what? Guess who can be a first responder? Anybody that's on this call that's willing to help. And so that's another profession that if you feel that you have the personality, you love helping others, you always want to help others, you can look into becoming a disaster crisis counselor. And so there you go. Um, It's very amazing how the network has really changed. Uh, SAMHSA has been around since 1992. Um, what's interesting is, is I think it had to come out of Hurricane Andrew. Um, Hurricane Andrew hit in 1991, 92, and that developed SAMHSA, um, FEMA, and Homeland Security. Now, what is FEMA? FEMA is the Federal Emergency Medical Management Agency. Management Association, yeah. Federal Emergency Management Administration. So they come in and they're kind of like, the operational side of the cleanup and operational side of the assessment. Wouldn't you guys say that's the best way to yep. describe FEMA? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. They don't just write the checks. They actually assess what needs to be done, assess the resources. And if they know that the situation is going to happen, like with hurricane, they actually will deploy um, prep areas and start getting the um, 
the power trucks closer and stuff like that. But the one thing that we can't quite master yet is getting mentally prepared with how we're going to react to a traumatic event, such as a hurricane or the fires in California um, or what happened on last Wednesday in Washington, D.C., you know, we need to make sure that we stay mentally healthy and ready. So I'm hearing some hands going up and down. Dan, what's going on out there? Yes. Are they are they doing Jennifer. the hand jive or do you think they want to ask a question? Jennifer's hand is raised. Okay, Jennifer, yeah. what can I do for you? Interestingly enough, I actually um, you know, I, I'm I'm not a I am not a mental health care professional, but I have had to deal with an awful lot of uh, I, I have a situation with a friend of mine, and I won't mention her name, but she has a husband who's military, and she's there, she, she actually is dealing with so much stress. Every time I call, she's always in crisis. I have never, so it's like, or, you know, when 9-11 happened, I was very glad that we had, that I had a therapist in there because I think that they, you know, I know it's for not a lot of people who are volunteers in that arena, but there needs to be more. I feel like what needs to happen is that there needs to be more therapists that are actually trained professionals in those arenas. Well, I'm so glad you brought that up, Jennifer. And thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. And that's what SAMHSA is. SAMHSA is a substance abuse, mental health, services administration they're the ones oh. that train all the counselors they're the ones that give the certifications so that is what we need to do is educate the community and educate others that um, there is this profession there is official training and there is official certification so if you need to find someone for your friend you can actually download this app and there's actually a button that says find a therapist or you can go to their website s a m s no s a m s h a it's hard to remember yeah. it when you're trying to say it samsa so, i i'm wondering if information has that number. they probably you know because i've i've called information to see what numbers i could find in, i will you know, repeat it for you and give it to you S right now terry it's s a m h s a just remember it has mh in it for mental health right yeah. see that's what i need mental health help <laughs> okay so okay so jennifer we will give you the number again if you need it that'd be great yeah okay so everyone get your pen and pencils ready before you do that terry i just need to remind you that it's 247 oh thank okay. you darrow um it's one eight hundred. One eight hundred nine eight five five nine. Did you get the five? Yeah, I got five nine nine zero nine zero. Okay, let me read it back. It's one eight hundred nine eight five five nine nine zero. Yep, there you go. And for yeah, the rest of you guys that are on um, Zoom and out in ACB radio, um, please note we will post this in our Health Checkup Facebook group. Um, if you're not a member, please come join. It's free to join. We just um, 
have you come in and answer some questions for security reasons. And we will post it in ACB community Facebook page as well. So thank you, Jennifer, for asking. Um, be careful. Make sure you take care of yourself and keep your bucket as low as you can for you can be there for your friend. So yeah, if I can listen for so long and usually it's like she I think because of the military issue that her husband and her are facing with they had they have two rank they have a grandkids right. and it's and hard because I don't have the expertise to be able to help her really. Yes. So and that crisis center I would definitely recommend that um because you know there's different triggers that might occur they'll connect you to the VA services as well because it's so important yeah. That we provide yeah, services for our veterans. I know that the VA has had so many challenges to what they're doing and that they're they're trying real hard to fight for the country. And I fully understand that. But if you're not a, unless you actually are a part of the or have been through a war, it's difficult to really understand it if you're not, if you're a civilian. So I figured that out. When I dealt with them, and I, and I actually, when I was at the orientation for mental health, I said, "Do you guys are you guys doing enough for civilians?" And they said, "Yes, they were." And you know, we, and then so they do have it, but you have to think about it: is some some services require money, others are free, so you have to know what you're getting. <laughs> right. Well, I appreciate Definitely. you bringing that to our attention. And one of the things I can say is, reach out to your local congressman, legislation. Because they are the ones that help allocate money into these services. And we need them for everyone. Because like I always say, yeah. we are all human first. And we have our physical body health that we need to take care of. We've got our emotional health and our spiritual health that we need to keep balanced. And right. we, yep, no matter who you are, or what you are, we're all human first until the DNA results return. Okay, on that note, <laughs> thanks, Jennifer, for asking. Do we have any other hands up, Dan? Yes, Allie's hand is raised. Hey, Allie, what's yeah. happening? Hey, isn't it nice? Co-hosts can raise our hands now. Yeah. Um, so that way you don't have to interrupt people. Um, two things. One is as soon as you said that SAMHSA had an app, the first, what was the first thing I did? Of course, it was to go to the app store and look up what I could find. Yeah. And, and mine is ex very accessible on the Android. How's yours? Okay, so I did not download anything yet, but I'm going to tell you, I found a few things. I found their suicide app. I uh -huh. found the first responders app. I yes. found one. I found one for bullying. And then yes. there were a couple of other apps that were mental health apps, too, that came up. One for PTSD. Yes. So I wanted to let you know that, that, you know, if you search that, there's a few things that come up. It doesn't give you a million things that you don't know, you know, exactly. what to do with. And the second thing I want to say is I have had a lot of experience with trauma and I have built up a lot of resources. So if after we're off the air, if there are people that want to, you know, ask about resources or whatever, I am happy to stick around with people. So, Allie, I'm glad you raised your hand. Do you want to share the recent tool that you developed for you to help deal with stress? Oh, you mean the one that you helped me with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, sure. So, Terry had mentioned a tool on a health checkup call, actually. And I reached out to her and I said, hey, I really like your idea of how this is done. 
can you help me make one? And it's a mental health action plan. And it's like, if you're, so the way we did it, because I'm a lists person, is by emotional score. So like one is, you know, one to three is pretty good day, you know, perfect day just about. Four through seven is, mm, it's not horrible, but we probably should start kind of, you know, watching out here. And then seven through 10 is, yep, it's a crisis. You need to get some help. And under each one, we would write, you know, what kind of feelings might might be there. And then we would write different things, different actions to take to help. So that's so one thing. So talk about but, what yeah. you do for a five. So I can tell you that for me, um, because that's kind of like, a, okay, it's not great, but it's not bad yet. You know, I might do something like listen to some music or, you know, you could write in your journal, whatever strategies, you know, that might be what it looks like for me, but for someone else, and you can find all kinds of resources for strategies, but I want you to finish your presentation. And then once we're off there, if there's people that want resources, I'm happy to stick around with people. That is even, awesome. Even if you, even if you can't. Well, I thought Did of you, you when I walk? found, yes, take a walk. That's what's so neat about developing one of these emotional um, action plans it scores is you customize it to you. What works for you? Um, for me right now, going for a walk is not prevalent because they're redoing my roads. They're doing all this construction. So I go ride my stationary bike for 30 minutes, or I like to turn on a song and dance. Um, so what works for you is what you should write down. Um, the other thing is, is I found out, which I would like to do a call to learn about this, but I want to talk to Leslie Spoon about this because she's an exercise um, licensed, um, she's certified exercise physiologist, I think, is yes. it's called TRE, TRE, Trauma Release Exercising. So I'm going to talk to her and see if we can get someone on here. And it's a real deal thing. I'll put it on our um on our Facebook group and let you guys um, hear about it. Dan, do we have any more hands? We do not. Okay. Alrighty. Are there any questions or comments? So um, back to um, 311 and 211 and all these phone numbers, we will make sure to put the resources on Facebook for you. You can always reach out to Cindy at Community ACB. But what's even better, if you want to talk to Darrow, Jay, or I, you can mail, email us at where, Jay? At healthcheckupacb at gmail.com. That's right. That's H-E-A-L-T-H-C-H-E-C-K-U-P. ACB at gmail.com. You know, we should have made that a little shorter. <laughs> should have just made it health, yeah. <laughs> we should have we should have just called it H U no H C P no, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, we are so glad. So Darrow, any yes. last minute, how's your temperature doing? Uh, so far, so good. I, I have no no symptoms at the moment. I thought the other day I did, but so far, all is well. So I'm keeping my, my fingers crossed. Tomorrow and Friday will be the the big days because that's days 9 and 10 after exposure is when you're apt to get symptoms. 
Well, we hope you um, stay healthy. Your immune system is strong. Keep up good health habits. And we'll be checking in with you every day. Oh, thank you very much. Definitely. Thank yep. you. And the whole community. So everybody, is the hair was the haircut worth it? No. <laughs> and notice how loud I said that if I were writing it, it would be capital letters, bold, with three exclamation points. <laughs> Jay, any last minutes? Oh, wait, I forgot to ask Dan. Dan, do you want to add anything? And thank you so much for correcting me. It's Substance Abuse Mental Health Services Administration, SAMHSA. So it's S-A-M-H and then another S-A. Right. So, Dan, anything you want to add to the conversation? Uh, no, I don't have anything at this time. Well, thank you, Dan. We appreciate you being our host. Allie, thanks for helping us out with co-hosting. You, Allie. And Jay? Of course. Oh, Jay? Yes. I just heard something else. I didn't know. Um, oh. <laughs> I think that was Allie's voice. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yes, thank you, everybody. Well, Thanks, everybody. Music does say uh, the savage beast. You know that beast could be that trauma. <laughs> oh yeah. So everybody, thank you so much. Um, this is just the very beginning of our discussion about trauma. Um, please take care of yourselves. Um, stay healthy, uh, mind, body, and spirit. Don't if you feel you're not you feel you're not doing well. Get on an ACB community call. You know, we've got every morning, every morning we have a check-in call, right? Or a mm -hmm. wake-up call or Manic Monday. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so get in there and, you know, share your, share what's going on and let it out. We've got to keep our buckets as low as we can because we don't know when the next big rainfall is going to happen. So there are other communities out there. Um, resources such as RAIN. Um, we will be talking about sexual abuse, um, molestation, um, shooting, bullying. There's so many trauma situations that we will be talking over the next couple of months. Please come back if you have any comments, concerns, or you are a part of one of these resources or had experience, please reach out to us at healthcheckupacb at gmail.com. And we look forward to helping you. This call is for you. We're, we're here to help you and be strong. One of the other things is, do I have time? I need, I need, I need to do a PSA real quick. You got about a minute, so you should work out perfect. Okay. Um, please be careful with carbon monoxide poisoning. If you're using a gas furnace, a gas fireplace, um, there's someone in our community that just recently found out he was suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning from his uh, gas fire um, place. So please take sure that your carbon monoxide alarms are working. The batteries are good. If you wake up dizzy, foggy, um, just not feeling right, and it's always in the wintertime, please make sure to check that you don't have a gas leak. On that note, what do we say, everybody? Goodbye. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. <laughs> Peaches. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care.